0: So hi everyone welcome to another episode of the creative minds so joining me here today is jeffrey saunders thank you for joining me today so can you please start off by introducing yourself
1: i'm jeffrey saunders i live in western canada and i am a healing medium so i'm able to connect to the higher frequencies of energy and i i work with them in my life to be able to heal people um, emotionally physically or um, mentally so um, I, I've lived a lot of suffering that we'll get into throughout my life to be where I'm at today to understand how people suffer and then how I was healed and transformed through the light beings that I work with and now I'm able to give back the same processes that they got me to go through mm-hmm. that instantly changed my life and and that's what I do in my life today.
0: That's amazing sort of by kind of explaining more about your story and what drove you to where you are now.
1: Okay yeah um I'll try to be as quick with this because I can go lengthy with my life story. But I, like a lot of us, before I start, um, you know, I want to share that we are all equal. Not one person is better with than another. So even when I talk throughout the session today of, of our session, um, know that it's not coming from in a place of ego. I'm very humble within my life. Um, so I don't want that to portray that, oh, this person has a high ego, because it's not, I'm just giving the truth of my life. Um, If you believe it, then wonderful. And if not, that's okay too. I respect those people um, for where they're at today. So uh, this is also trigger warning um, with the stuff that I share because I am brutally honest with my life uh, in order to connect with people, to know know that before I get started. So I grew up with severe ADHD as a child. Uh, I suffered every year in school, one through eight. Every school I went to, because of my severe ADHD, the teacher always had me separated from the class. Out in the hallway, I had my desk. Uh, I grew up in the office with my own desk in the office every year. All three different schools, grade two, the teacher put my desk in the back of the classroom with three bookshelves around me. So you can imagine how I felt that school feeling so different and not a part of it. I was not the same as the rest. I was not allowed to be a part of it. So there was a lot of um, pain and suffering as a child with that. Being bullied every year at school all my life, again, it really beat me down to the core um, that I was not worthy. Uh, At home, I lived with a lot of abuse, um, more so emotional abuse at home from my father. So when I went home, I I did not have an emotional connection with my father. So again, um, I was very beaten down at home through the emotional verbal abuse that I lived with um at the age of 12 the first time i tried to commit suicide by tying a belt around my neck because i, I did not know how to cope with the feelings of not feeling worthy and not wanting to be a part of uh thank god i have my mother my mother's always been my light in my life to give me love um that's where i've mainly got my strength in my life
0: wow at such um, a young age though like you're 12 that's so young. yeah
1: and that's you know and my heart goes out to children um who are bullied at school and they don't feel Mm -hmm. worthy and the thing is is looking back and understanding now those bullies that bullied us are suffering as well from what they're Mm -hmm. going through um and and that's why they're suffering so i have a lot of love and compassion for bullies as well because Mm -hmm. that is why they're being a bully um so i had i had unfortunately i had 12 uh suicide attempts throughout my life um Many different ways, but I was not allowed to die. I've learned um, I had to go through this in order to be where I'm at today, to give back, to connect with those who are suffering with depression, um, Mm -hmm. because I can instantly heal people with depression today um, just with one of my sessions with what I do. Um, A lot of drug abuse. I had 20 years of drug abuse crack, cocaine, meth, ecstasy. Um, I was hooked on all of it, uh, you know, because of the suffering of the emotional. Um, energies that were a part of me that was not healed. I suffered with that, not knowing how to escape it. So typically we'll go through addictions in our lives, whatever that means for people. Um, I overate, emotional eating is another one. I gained 200 pounds in just a year and a half from overeating, from emotional pain I didn't know what to deal with. So I suffered with a lot of that. Um, I put myself into treatment at the age of 32. And when I went to treatment, that was um, that's when my life started to turn around uh for me um
0: so what kind of treatment are you talking about
1: uh so uh drug and alcohol treatment Mm. so learning um to go through different courses that they had i was in that for six months so slowly that's starting to build your self-esteem back up that's starting to open up doors of recovery Mm -hmm. right to, to recover from um that energy that is a part of us so there's many different ways on how they deal with that through that 12-step program um you know learning to connect with others who are suffering as well is a great gift you know when you reach that rock bottom and then you connect with others who are at that rock bottom and you grow together Um, i've made some beautiful friendships during that time right when we're Mm. able to connect
0: what about that made you able to connect with people
1: um because you hear their story and you share being open and honest sharing about your suffering and why you know you use drugs how you feel right talking about how we feel is huge Mm -hmm. um, to overcome um to help overcome to start overcoming those emotions from what we were conditioned with in our lives in the past to make us believe we were not worthy Mm -hmm. right so it's starting to overcome that um I know at the age, so I was put on prescription medications actually at the age of 32 for my ADHD Mm -hmm. um, and anxiety to help with anxiety because I suffered with severe anxiety and severe depression all of my life until a year ago, which I do not suffer with anymore. I do not need medications and it's because of the light beings put me through a process that I give back and this is how I can instantly change someone's life in just one session with mine who reaches out to me. Um, But unfortunately, the last time I tried to commit suicide, uh, I did die um i was dead for spiritually i was told four minutes i was dead for so i went through an experience um, and i understand our different levels of consciousness the consciousness of our mind and the consciousness of the being of who we are i have this very deep understanding because i went through the experience of my body stopping to breathe the pain and suffering to end my life um instantly when i was dead my body was not breathing no more I was inside my body i couldn't see anything but i was just in it i was still awake i did not it's like when you when you when you end up dying there's no stoppage of time you're still it's just a shift of the consciousness to the consciousness of your being that now you're fully your being you're not a part of your body or mind anymore um i told god i said i do not want to die but can you show me the other side So I went through an experience where uh, um, as I'm laying in my body, it felt like a coffin. I was inside, but I was at peace and calm. There was peace and calmness. I was not uh, suffering anymore. It was completely gone. And then it was like a portal window opened up right in front of me, and everything was so vivid with color. And I could see it. uh, The best way for me to describe it, if anyone, New York City, the subways, um, the area that I was looking at looked like a subway of, of, of that, what you'd see in a movie or something, but it wasn't a subway. Um, and it had chandeliers and the, and the colors were so bright and you could just look right out. And I was amazed at staring at how they just, the, the glitter and how the, the, the colors were so sharp. Um, I know I went to two other places. I don't, it was not meant for me to remember. And then I could hear my mom calling my name to come back. She was calling, I thought she was outside my body telling me to keep breathing, Jeff, to keep breathing. So that brought me back to my body. Um, I ended up coming to, and when I came to, uh, I could see spirits all around me. So I was unsure if I was dead or uh, unsure if it was like, am I really alive? I'm back in my place. My body was, uh, my breathing all came back. It was all wonky and stuff. My body just getting going again. Um, And then I could see spirits around me. So I have a rare gift where I can actually see spirits with my eyes open. Because I live through the being of light of who I am lives now through my body. So I am not within my, I'm inside my body now being me, the being of light of who I am. I'm not the the person who is conditioned in my mind to be. So now I'm living at a higher frequency of energy and I connect with them. And I've been working with them for two and a half years. And they put me through processes and different experiences. And those experiences I give back to people to heal them. Um, as they heal my life. So all of my life, you know, I work hours every day. Uh, for the last year and a half, I work hours every day. Sometimes I work 10 hours a day with them laying there, they're around me, shining light um, on me, applying more light to the being of who I am for what I need to do further in my life. Um, that that is That is my story with where I'm at.
0: <laughs> wow, I'm like... <laughs> so fascinating and just like wanted to take a breath and just (laughs) regain my energy
2: (laughs) yes so that's why
1: that's why because i can kind of my adhd can still kind of veer off and i I just want to get to the point to get that out (laughs) uh so it's not dragged out for 20 minutes
0: (laughs) no no i truly love that thank you for sharing all that um so can you just give me a better understanding of like, what do you mean by you can see spirits? What do you mean by um, you see light or they feed light into you? Can you explain a bit more about that?
1: Yeah. Well, we're all beings of light within our physical body to come and live experiences throughout this life, to learn, grow, and evolve. That is the cycle of who we are with what we need to do is to learn, grow, and evolve. Mm-hmm. So the, the, what I see out of my eyes Um, I need to focus a bit. And then when I focus, see, I can see now um, it's just uh, light. It's light, but it's, it's transparent. I can see through it, but I can also look directly at it is the best way to kind of to explain it, but it is of a white, bright white light um, with a tinge of blue there's like a tinge of blue, but that's how I look. That's how I can see. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm actually looking through my being of light of who I am. I'm still that being looking through my physical eyes. So that's why I'm able to see them through my physical eyes is Mm -hmm. because I'm alive on a very, uh, deep, uh, understanding of, of knowing I'm alive within my physical body, uh, truly connected, Uh um, to who I am. Yeah.
2: So when Uh we
1: heal, when we heal, because you have, with the light,
2: yeah. so
1: even when I heal, I feel like flashlights are coming out of my hands. I feel the swirling energy, and I connect with anyone in the world. No matter where you live, I work through my laptop. I can connect with anyone. Um, it's like right now, it's a better understanding for people to understand. Right now, you and me are looking at each other with no wires or cords, or at least mm-hmm. with where I'm at, it's yeah. Wi-Fi. 50 years ago, if you were to go back and tell uh, people, hey, we can FaceTime, Look at each other instantly across the world with no cords or wires. They call you crazy. That's impossible. But look what we're doing today. So when I work, when we work with light, it works the exact same way. You cannot see the energy, but it works on frequency of energy and the vibration and the energy travels through that vibration. Mm -hmm. So I work, it's like me and you, cell phone to cell phone. And that's how I connect with people with light. It instantly connects with you, um, with the light.
0: And how, like, how can you really justify it to people who don't really believe it? Like, is it a feeling that you get? How can you really sense energy? Do you need to be a believer of energy to be able to sense it?
1: Um, Okay, there's a few things there. So you need to be open to wanting to receive. You have to be open. If you're a skeptic, not a believer, that's fine. That does not matter. If deep within you truly wanna connect and connect, then you will feel something. Um, typically, it's waves of energy that will go through you, and that's what you will feel. The people that do not feel anything are people who are suffering in life, who have um, lived through a lot of pain and suffering, when we're born and we're born into our bodies, we're this being of light from a high level of light from where we come from, we come down to go through these experiences and and we will suffer in many ways to learn, grow and evolve from it. Mm -hmm. So when things are done to us as a child, like myself, I'll use myself as an example, I had a lot of bad things. So what happens is every experience we go through, it's like a layer covers your light, a layer covers your light. So when you're getting hurt, abused, um, in any sh- way, shape, or form, each experience that you're going through, it, there's like a layer that goes over your light, over your light, over your light. So especially as a child, we're almost our brains um, of the human experience through the mind's consciousness that we are, c- that is conditioned through personal experiences. It, it's almost like clay, and it's being molded as a child. It's being molded and shaped, molded and shaped, right? So then that's our belief system. Um, typically when we get hurt. So those people do not feel worthy of their light. When you do not feel the worthy within yourself of your own light, of the being of love, of who you are, they will not feel the light from me that I connect to God, creator, source of our energy. I will connect with him. The light runs through me, comes out my hands, and we'll connect with that person. If they're suffering with shame and guilt for things that they have done, they will not receive or feel anything um, but I will guide them on their path, because I know how to fix that for them instantly, if they're ready to do the work, but they need to be ready to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then those are the people that don't typically feel anything um, for that.
0: But what, if, what about people who are really open to connect deeply, but they, they say they are, but they're still stuck?
1: Well, it, typically we're always, there's always something. We're always g- learning, growing, and evolving. There's al- We always need to heal ourselves until the day we die.
2: Mm-hmm. There's always
1: healings that need to happen for the experiences that we go through. If a person, the the best experience is um, the work that I do, honestly, what people, they would call miracle work um, through what I do to make people walk again with no pain, just in 10 minutes of my time. Um, but those people feel very worthy within themselves. They don't, they don't carry a lot of shame and guilt. They've done the work in their lives because i spent 25 years with outside help in many ways to be where I'm at today. So I do not carry any shame and guilt for the things I did in the past. I learned how to overcome that. Um, and this is what I do to help people as well. I teach them how to overcome that. And then those people are the ones typically who get that miracle work that people would call miracle work done. where where it's just amazing, they go through this amazing experience if it feels like their soul just wants to come out because the vibration of energy is running so strong through them of healing, it is all healing light. Um, And and they typically get the, I always get the best experiences out of them, but um, it all ranges um, with different people with where they're at on how much they want to receive. But if you're open to receiving, you will receive.
0: Yeah. So my question here was, what do you mean by open to receive? Because people can say I'm open to receive, but not really. What do you mean by open to receive? Well, they have to
1: feel it. Do you truly believe? If someone reaches out to me, do you truly want to, um, um, do you truly want my connection? Mm -hmm. If within themselves, they truly, yes, I'm tired of suffering with depression. I'm tired of suffering with hating myself. I'm tired of suffering. They're at a place where they're tired of suffering. The being of light of who we are from the level of light from where we come from. There's hundreds of lights from where we come from. If, we do, um, if they're tired of the suffering and they want that released from them, they will get it, right? Mm-hmm. They will receive it, but they have to feel that they truly want it. They have to mm-hmm. feel it. Our soul's consciousness works through feelings and emotions, Mm-hmm. So when you're connected and listening to how you feel, that is your soul's consciousness. You're learning to connect uh, with the being of who you are. Mm-hmm. The people who suffer, who do not feel and they do not like feeling, they will be disconnected from their soul. And it's almost like they're walking around sleep, li- uh, asleep. Um yeah. living within our when we live within our mind and we're stuck yeah. in our mind, you're, you're asleep. You're living here walking around sleep. I see people all the time, they're asleep. They haven't woken up. You right? Know. Spiritual awakening, waking
0: up. Well, I wanted to ask you, so I love the way you describe this idea of layering. So for me, the way I see it is like, I used to, like, I used to imagine this idea of like looking at it from an onion perspective. It's like your truth is in the core and the layers that you built around it is just like ways to get you away from who you are, your truth, rea- your reality. And so when you describe it, I'm like, wow, that's like, I can really resonate with that. And So how would you say you can help people get back to their core, to their truth, to their reality?
1: Um, Well, again, everything I do with my clients or people who reach out to me is work I've done. I've done all this work personally all throughout my life um, to have the knowledge that I have on how to overcome things and then having the spiritual aspect come into play to have the energy of of source, God, creator Mm -hmm. work through me. Um, and healing them as well. But what they need to do is we come here, like I said, to learn, grow, and evolve. If we do not do the work to overcome it, we are not growing from the pain and suffering of those layers that need to be peeled off by reaching out for outside help. Whether it's counseling, therapy, um, group sessions, you need to talk about the suffering that you've been through. That is how you will grow from the layers that were um, put Because it's false beliefs that were placed upon you to feel not worthy,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: right? From the experiences that people done to you, they're false beliefs, right? To feel I'm not worthy. We're all worthy. No matter what we have done in our lives, we are all worthy of the being of who we are. But we have to peel off what was done to us. Mm -hmm. When we are hurt as a child and we're hurt as a teenager or growing up throughout our lives, when we're hurt from other people that energy almost becomes a part of our DNA or cells. It's almost like it's trapped a part of us. So what will happen is throughout our life, we will lash out in different ways to hurt another because we haven't healed what was done to us, right? Once we do the work um, with outside help, with whatever that may mean for someone reaching out to me, um, I I work worldwide with people, um, or with the other ways I suggested, it's starting to talk about what was done to you and learning that it wasn't your fault. None of this was our fault. The people who hurt you, we have to understand they were hurt as well and they were never healed because if they did the work or they had the opportunity to do the work in their life to be healed, they wouldn't be lashing out to other people hurting them. So, you know, I, I don't know if we want to get, jump into this right now, but I've had two experiences in hell um, to understand hell. And, uh, for me to, cause I work with souls when I work with a person during my session, I'm working with your soul mm-hmm. and then I'm also healing the souls that I'm able to see. So I understand how, um, how we have to overcome the worthiness of feeling worthy of our light. We need mm-hmm. to feel worthy of our light. And it's just understanding, um, that we just need to do the work to forgive ourselves, knowing that it's because of what was done to us. That is why, um, we grew into, Uh, hurting another that takes away our feelings of uh, feeling worthy
0: and you talked a lot about your experiences as in in your childhood and how your your sense of unworthiness started off from there and the abuse that you had from that that phase of your life do you think that all everything that happened after your childhood phase was a result of your belief system that you built as a kid or do you think that All all of it yeah
1: Sorry, I, I didn't know. Uh, what were you going to say? Or.
0: Or, or was say? it also the accumulation as well? So the experiences that you had built up about yourself during your teenage years, during, during your adult years, or do you think it's only based on your childhood years?
1: The childhood years, for, and I can only speak for myself, the childhood yeah. years that I went through of not feeling worthy what's placed and put in the subconsciousness of my mind,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? So all those experiences of fear living in the energy of fear in my home for my father at those times, you know, and, and there's no hate or anger I have towards anyone. I know my father was hurt at his child and he was never healed. I have so much love and compassion for people who hurt me. And this is why I have this compassion. But as a child, my mind was conditioned to believe I was not worthy, to believe, to live in fear, and that's why I try to commit suicide at a young age because I, I, I the being of light, I, because I come from a high, I know my level of light, and because I come from a high level of light, we are more sensitive of beings when we come here. So anyone who is a very sensitive person, very sense, being an empath, is because we're from a higher level of light. It is a gift to be an empath. You have evolved, but we are not better than another being, right? But We have evolved to having that gift to live within life. Um, So having that as a child of not feeling worthy, then because my mind was conditioned of not being worthy, the energy within me that needed to be healed, that was not healed yet, then started to lash out hurting other people. I was still a good person. I was always felt good, but sometimes I made really bad choices and mistakes and I didn't know why. And, (laughs) And I knew I was a good person, but I why did I make that mistake? And then I beat myself up and then and then this is where the shame and guilt comes in because now the shame and guilt is coming in from what I've done to others, how I've hurt others, right? And then that's where the shame and guilt where I do not feel worthy even more, one from being conditioned to not feeling worthy, then because not being healed yet, then living my life doing things because of not being healed yet to remove that energy of mm-hmm. darkness that, I, that I'm now giving out to others, right? Mm-hmm. Once I did the work, um that is all released and now I just live in this amazing field of energy of love and light and I feel happy most of the time not all the time yeah but I don't feel anxiety I don't feel a depression I don't feel I don't live in that lower state because I feel worthy to live in the in the the level of light of who I am within lives through me now into this world of of having a lot of love
0: that's amazing and you said because of the the near death or the kind of death experience that you had um Mm -hmm. you woke up like a totally different individual right you became more awakened more in connection with your spirit with yourself as well right Uh, was it that moment when when everything just shifted around or or were you actually working on yourself before you got into that state
1: Well, I've been working on myself for 25 years and there's so many different forms of layers that are a part of us. And there's so many different ways we need to reach out for help in different ways um, so that we can peel off all those different layers that we need different tools. We need different knowledge from different people who have healed in their life. Most therapists and stuff they've suffered. So they have different perspectives to help us to overcome, you know, that stuff. So unfortunately, you know, I still had work to do. Um, Like I said, it's never ending until the day we die of doing uh, work on healing. But as far as my past, um, there were still some things that I need to heal that I never healed yet Mm -hmm. um, with that, right? So it was after that when the beings of light that I work with um, taught me and showed me how to heal those specific areas that were causing me to still suffer. And now that's what I also apply to heal people as well.
0: Mm -hmm. and i have a question here so do you think if you were to raise okay let's say now you have a child right you are living from a place of more awareness more presence more aligned with your body right Um, and connected with a higher power god whatever they might call it Um, and now you're raising a child coming from that place let's say because you're more aware, then the child would come up without any hurts, pain, or things that you've gone through, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Then do you think that there's anything left for them to learn as they're going on their own journey? If everything is perfect, like, yeah. No, no, not
1: everything is perfect. (laughs) Nothing will ever be perfect. I reached out to uh, one person, um, a friend of mine, and I asked him, I said, you know, would you like to come on my show? And he's like, well, I, I never had any real trauma, but he loved helping people today. Mm-hmm. And I always look at light workers. typically light lightworkers, um, they've went through a lot of stuff and they've overcame
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: the struggles in their life by doing the work. And now today, like myself, we give back. Mm-hmm. Right. But when I asked him and he's like, well, I, I did have bulimia when I was a teenager. I'm like, OK, well, that's suffering. You were suffering. Yeah. You didn't have a perfect life because yeah. you were suffering with bulimia, even though we have um, ra- been raised and our mind has been conditioned in a very healthy way, which yeah. I, hopefully I have that in my life because yeah. <laughs> I'm 42 now, yeah. but there will be a lot of love and conditioning of love and teaching um, them uh, to be present and, and to help them on their path for when it is time that they leave the home. Mm-hmm. Um, but they will have their own situations, their soul will have their own purpose and, and their own challenges that they will need to overcome.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And possibly in their past lives, um, they've already done what the work I've done now, uh, like for severe anxiety, depression, self-sabotaging, because I healed those in this life, I will not suffer again in another life with it. So the being of who I am, if I choose to come live another life to grow more. I won't suffer with the things I suffered with because I did the work in this life to overcome it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? So they will have their own challenges, but mm-hmm. it, might not ha- it might not be as severe, but it is only for their soul's purpose and what they chose to come here for,
2: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They will
1: place those challenges before them before they even come and live out their life. They will know what challenges they need to overcome and, and do the work for mm-hmm. into that.
2: Mm-hmm
1: before we come to live our life, we're choosing to come to live in a lower vibration of energy Mm -hmm. from the level of light that we come through Mm -hmm. or come from, because our soul will learn and grow better by going through these experiences at a lower vibration of suffering, whatever Mm -hmm. suffering means for that being to come for that experience.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So, when they come here, they plan. We're We come as a contract. When we, when our time is up, it is we planned out our life for the things to happen as they do. Before we come and live our life, your soul already knows what your soul is going to go through when you come here. So when it goes through the experiences, typically, unfortunately, but fortunately, mm-hmm. of suffering, our soul, when we, when our time is up, when we go back home your soul will have grown even more in a faster state. So, the, so we, you always have a choice of free will. If you choose to live another life, um, in, and there are many different, <laughs> sometimes when I say this stuff, I kind of laugh because five years ago, I would never imagine I knew and I'm where I'm at today, but there are many different worlds, many different uh, life forms we can be. There's many different realms that we can go and have a contract to live a life. Um, through the beings um, uh, of that physical nature. There's different shapes, different forms, different things we can be to go through that experience mm-hmm. for your soul, the being of light of who you are, to grow and evolve from,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? So um, if you choose not to, co- to live another life because you want to go through more experiences so your soul can grow, what actually happens as well, depending on how you live your life, um, you move up levels of light,
2: mm-hmm. okay?
1: So when we come and we learn and we grow through living through different experiences, um, and when we go back home, depending on how well you did, uh, you basically can move up in light. Mm-hmm. So like I said, there's, there's actually 363 levels of light on the other side. So with where I'm at personally, my level of light is 332, When my life ends, depending on how well I did, how much work I did to overcome everything, I will actually move up in frequency of light. So when you think of God, creator, source, the power of all, the power the, the everything is of that essence of that creator, it is at this purest frequency of this fast vibrating energy that sends off this energy and the best way for us to humanly understand it is of love
2: mm-hmm. when you
1: fall in love with someone uh, you know we've all i getting goosebumps yeah. when we fall in love with someone that is a high frequency almost to understand the feeling of what it is on the other side that feeling of love where we light up inside it feels amazing that's what we feel like on the other side times a thousand mm-hmm. okay so what we want to do or a part of it i can't say this is for everything but when we move up and we're granted to move up in light, we're given, there's more gifts, we're given more, um, we're, we're feeling the higher frequency of love. We're moving up, we're getting, we're absorbing God's energy at a, at a higher level. It's because we did to, the work to overcome the things we needed to. Yeah. Did that explain a little bit? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes total sense. Thank you for that. Okay. And you also yeah. mentioned that the, your soul goes back home. What do you mean by home?
1: Well, a lot of people would call it heaven,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Going mm-hmm. back to heaven, where we come from, that's where we come from. Before we come here, our home is whatever level of light that your being has evolved to,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Mm-hmm. So my home, my level, um, you know, will be at that 332 level. That would be the being of light, the frequency that comes from me of the mm-hmm. energy, the vibration that comes from me comes from that level of light. Mm-hmm right? Mm-hmm. So for me, when we go back, that is our home. To just be your soul, the essence of who you are, without being in a physical body of any shape, size, or form, mm-hmm. and just being yourself, you're you're just back to being who you truly are.
0: Mm-hmm. So now what happens when, let's say you die, your physical body dies at a certain frequency, a certain vibration? So then what happens well, to your soul? What happens to your light.
1: Well, this is what is very important for me. And this is what I do in my healing sessions with people. I can always tell if if they feel light, if they don't, if what work needs to be done, I read their energy. I feel sometimes I start crying like I did yesterday. I couldn't help it because I'm so happy because I could feel the suffering. I I connect to their soul and the vibration of their soul. And I read, my soul reads their energy Mm -hmm. and it causes the emotions within me to feel um, the sadness of their suffering that Mm -hmm. I can help them with during that session. But what happens when we die, we go through a process and I can only speak of what I know. There's obviously a lot more to yeah. it, yeah. Um, but this is what I know because I have went through these experiences. Um, so what will happen is you will view your life. You will view how you treat a people. You will view everything you've done from the time you were born. It's almost like data of information within your auric field, the field of energy of who you are. Everything you've been through is recorded, recorded, recorded. So when you go back to look at your your, your life, remember we're a being of love. There's no mm-hmm. suffering of the light that you come from. There's no suffering. Suffering mm-hmm. comes from the lower levels of what we would call hell. Yeah. So at this level, when you view your life and you feel, because we're not thinking no more, we have no human mind to think the consciousness for mind. So when we feel, that is our consciousness. Mm-hmm. When we feel the pain that we hurt, And we did upon others Mm -hmm. or whatever it may may be. And we feel that pain. If we did not correct it in this life, you will feel suffering. So the essence of who you are will stay in a suffering state. So you will lower yourself to hell of what we call hell of darkness. Mm -hmm. And there is a separation like a funnel cloud, a cloud that goes over you. Mm -hmm. And the beings who are stuck in hell, they cannot come up and go through the cloud will pull them down I, I had two experiences to understand this so mm-hmm. they stay in darkness until they learn to forgive themselves mm-hmm. so what will happen then is you have ancestors or, or relatives of beings that you've had relationships with that love you because you have built in love and trust with each other through lives they can come down in levels they can they can never go higher than their own level but they can come down in levels um, of light they can come down through and come through uh, to that hell state and they can help them by trying to help them to forgive themselves, to feel worthy of their light because they don't feel worthy of their light mm-hmm. because of the, what they've done to others and where they're suffering. Mm-hmm. So I actually, I teach beings um, all the time, actually, who are suffering mm-hmm. to forgive themselves. I get them to, to forgive themselves, mm-hmm. to learn. They learn something. They mm-hmm. say, yes. Okay. You know, we come here to learn, grow, evolve. Mm-hmm. evolve. They say, yes. So did you learn anything? I asked. Them. I asked mm-hmm. today, I, um, did you learn anything? They say yes. They shift to the yes side because when I work with them, they shift no to yes for me. I watch the move across mm-hmm. um, because they have learned something, and this is for all of us uh, to understand. The mistakes you have made in life, when you look back at those mistakes, we feel shame and suffering, or shame and guilt. We feel for the mistakes we made, and we carry that. We dim our light, right? Uh, yeah. of, of feeling shame and guilt. Mm -hmm. so I asked them did you you know did you learn anything from where you're suffering and they'll say yes I'll say good so you know we come here to learn grow and evolve so because you have learned something you have gained new tools and knowledge that you did not have before right Mm -hmm. you learned from it you gained new tools and knowledge because you learned therefore Mm -hmm. your soul has grown because your soul has grown to understand that it can now evolve So then they end up releasing um, that because they understand, yes, I did learn something Mm -hmm. and that is why I came here to learn and grow and evolve. So they can Mm -hmm. release themselves Mm -hmm. from a hell state and I watch them go through the ceiling. This is the, these are the reason, this is the reason why people commit suicide actually. And this is Mm -hmm. why I had so many, I had to remove 50 beings of light who were suffering because I suffered in life and like uh, uh, energy will attract like energy. So they will Mm -hmm. cling to you throughout life causing you to not have full emotions of your feelings, thoughts, and emotions. They will Mm -hmm. intervene with that, and they will want to keep you at their state of a low state. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I actually teach them to forgive themselves, right? Mm -hmm. And then even when I work with people who suffer with depression, they're instantly, they feel better. They have control over their thoughts and and emotions. I haven't suffered or needed medications for over, uh, just over a year and a half, about a year and a half year, um, because I removed the beings that were always a part of me from when I suffered in life, and they were suffering. Mm
0: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right so
0: so, so wh- what would happen to a person who dies like who dies and like physically dies oh really so if they die at a low state of energy then, then
1: they, they will they- stay in a hell state of what i just sta- of what i just oh. said there right they will stay in hell until they learn to forgive themselves their ancestors will come yeah. down to try to help them to learn to forgive themselves mm-hmm. but once they do yeah. they can go back up
0: but, but they're like, they're dead physically, like, and they're no longer existent. In their the- soul is,
1: your soul never dies. The essence of the being of energy of light that is within you never mm-hmm. dies.
0: So then it how can dies. you work, how can you work on that? What's that? Like, how can you work with an actual person, right? They have their souls, right? Yeah. So you work with them on their souls and you get them to, to kind of uh, elevate their energy, right? Yeah, to become like to reach this high frequency of energy. But yeah. if this person, like you were explaining earlier, this person is dead. So how are you working with a soul that is dead or a person you don't know?
1: Because I can see them.
0: But yeah, whose soul right? are you working with? Like if like who are you? They
1: line up. Sometimes they're just outside my window, and I can just see them. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like okay. are you suffering? And I see them say yes, they're suffering. Um, okay. Right. or i bring myself because i know i understand i know why they're suffering sometimes i've sat on my bed i've only done it twice yeah but i've called i lower myself and i call beings of the dark who are suffering yeah i don't want any now i got protection now but i call hundreds of thousands of them into my room because i want to heal them
2: yeah right okay so
1: I bring them that way to me and I spend the time and then I get them to all, it's almost like a game I have. I have them all. It feels very dense in my room during that time. It feels very dark and dense,
2: Uh but I
1: I have a very deep understanding of who I am with what I can do. And I I don't live in fear. I'm not a part of anything um, to feel fear from them. I, I, right. So I heal them that way of the beings that are suffering or uh, people who suffer with depression, who reach out to me, um, those people who reach out to me suffering with depression, a part of my, uh, one of my sessions that I hold, my Spirit's Three-Step Healing Session, is at the end of that session when I'm connecting and, and I'm connecting to the person wherever they live in the world and I'm doing my thing and, and they're at home laying on their bed. I always have them laying on their bed to feel comfortable in the energies and I bring angels in um, to feel them working around. What I do then is I ask uh, the, the higher beings that I work with, I ask them, do they have any attachments? Mm -hmm. They'll tell me yes. I'm like, okay, bring them all in front of me now. So they bring them all in front of me. I feel a shift of energy go through me. They're all in front of me. I'm like, are you guys all suffering? They say yes. And then I go through my spiel with them. Mm -hmm. And then I watch them all go basically back home to heaven. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the person the next day feels so much lighter. They don't, they're not suffering with depression no more. Yes, we feel sad. But we, we're not at a state of that deep depression anymore. It's taken from us because those beings that were attached, I, I healed them,
0: mm-hmm. right,
1: to, mm-hmm. to go back home.
0: Yeah, perfect. Okay, thank you for clarifying that. I think, yeah, I think, yeah.
1: Sometimes yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I talk about souls yeah. and I talk about people that are humans, yeah. right, I get we get confused with what yeah. we're talking
2: about. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, you clarified because I was like, confused. What do you mean by souls, humans, and are we talking about the same thing? So thank you for that. Um, yes, so I have a question here. So you talk about now you're coming from a state of a higher vibration. So now you're, you're at a higher level than the, the low negative depression state, right? So there, like, would you say your life, your life is always like in this high state? Or would you find yourself like, going back in those negative low states sometimes? And...
1: Well, sometimes they do. Sometimes they pop up of false beliefs. I just did a video on my Facebook page um, not too long ago. Sharing about not feeling worthy. Mm-hmm. Even in my life today, with the lo- with what I'm doing and healing people, I have so much love in my life, um, of loving my life, loving who I am today.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But there are times that it creeps in and I become a part of my mind because of my past of not feeling, am I worthy of this? Mm-hmm. I ask them, Am I worthy? Am I a person mm-hmm. who is worthy to be even be, even be doing this? Mm-hmm. Right? And they're like, Yes. And then it's like. What happens then, what we need to do then, and this is something I teach in my class. I have an online class once a month called Divine Light Energy, and I teach all this stuff, is we also need to become present in the moment. False beliefs, or whatever the case may be with uh, anxiety and depression, it's all within our mind. It's Mm -hmm. It's our human mind that is creating it. When we learn to escape our mind and be present in the moment, living in the now, not in our mind, we can escape the false beliefs and the things that were put in our mind because we're not a part of our mind. Mm -hmm. So being present, meditation is the first step of learning to meditate. People are like, well, hey, I've tried it. It's really hard for me to focus. I'm like, hey, perfect. I have severe ADHD. I cannot focus all of my life. I'm always in my mind, but I've done it. So Mm -hmm. I can help you. I can can be a light for you to show that you can Mm -hmm. do it. So it's learning to meditate, just being present in the moment without your mind. So what we need to do first is focus on, you'll always hear focusing on your breath.
2: Mm -hmm. You
1: cannot focus and think at the same time, it's impossible. Mm -hmm. So when I'm focusing on my breath, I am now not a part of my mind because I am focusing, I'm focusing on something. Mm -hmm. Then we need to go even deeper than focusing on our breath. Then we need to go to feeling the energy within us, being present, focusing on our breath, then go from focusing to being aware and observing being aware and observing our energy. We're focusing on being aware and just focusing on our energy. We are now in the presence of our being, of living in the moment, right? So the more you do that throughout your day, the more you're gonna be at a higher state and not suffering within your mind, the more you do this and it becomes practice. And then it becomes a part, anytime when we practice things, it is built into the self-consciousness of our mind. Now it's just normal for me where I'm not in my mind anymore. But I am constantly observing and being aware of the thoughts that are in there. Like, no, nope, that's not who I am. That's not what I am. And I'm, I, I'm just the being of, of who I am, who doesn't
0: suffer mm-hmm. like I used to anymore. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And when you're working with, I, this is so long, but I'm really enjoying the conversation. Oh, <laughs> <Well, that's>, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and so now when you're working with individuals who have their own pain and, su- and suffering, right? And it's because of your empathy, you tend to feel emotions that other people are feeling, right? How are you able to kind of build those boundaries so that you don't get so attached to their suffering that you start believing it's yours?
1: That's, a, that's something that we're all here to learn, especially when you're an empath. Right? It's yeah. something that we really, um, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm 42. I'll be 43 in February. And it's understanding your own energy, right? It's, understand, it's going through life of suffering mm-hmm. because we'll suffer because we like to give, give, give. And then people aren't giving back or they're taking advantage mm-hmm. of it, but we just, it's who we are. We love to give. Yeah. We love to, to help. Um, so we learn from those experiences to start watching and feeling how people are making us feel. Okay. If we're doing things um, to give love and then you're feeling like you're not getting it back, it's learning to have your, your boundaries of energy, right? So, mm-hmm. excuse me, when I notice that I'm giving love to people um, and, I'm not, and, and, and it's not being received because mm-hmm. it is not coming back on some level, it doesn't be mm-hmm. the same level, but there's nothing coming back, then I will now today in my life, I will stop. I will not be doing that for them because I will end up losing myself um, from trying to feel like I need to feel their worthiness. I need to feel from them that I am worthy. So I want to give more and more and then we lose ourselves of suffering, right? But you've had to go through those experiences in life to grow and learn that you need to start watching your own en- energy now. You need to start being aware and observing how others are making you feel. Just recently, unfortunately, you know, I had to remove um, two sisters and my father who I love dearly from how they were treating me for the last while. And I, ha- I had to look at their actions on how it made me feel, right? It was causing me to not feel worthy. I know I'm worthy. I know yeah. my light, I know who I am, but they still have a lot of growing to do like we all do. Um, yeah. They just haven't done it yet to the point to understand what their actions are doing is hurting me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to k- watch, I watch my en- energy. I'm seeing how it's making me feel unworthy. I yeah. know I'm worthy. I have to stop my relationship until they grow more in their life. Then Mm -hmm. I'll be glad um, to bring them back in once they've done the work to understand, um, you know, their actions on how it made me
0: feel. I love it. So I want to touch base on this point, Um, especially now with COVID and there was a lot of quarantining going on. There's so many people who had to move back in with their parents. And that was something that was a big challenge. Like sometimes you're in a state where of, mindset or spirituality that is different or actually growth that is different than the people around you but now you're placed in a situation because of COVID you're forced to be in the place with such a surrounding such a group of individuals where you're giving their love but you're not receiving or not getting it back to sent to you right so how would you suggest people would deal with that because honestly I've been reading a lot of Suicide, those situations that are going on in the states, and I mean, is could that be one of the reasons why it's going on?
1: Well, I think just for this is a belief now, um, Mm -hmm. for me of just kind of what comes to me is that anytime we're pulled away from having our routine, I need structure and routine in my life, it's something I need, Mm -hmm. and when we're forced out of what we're used to, Mm -hmm. it puts us in a very uncomfortable state that we need to learn and and build something new and we're Mm -hmm. forced to Mm -hmm. right and then a lot of people um you know with the addictions and whatnot uh i can't i can't really speak um you know for them uh but from my personal experience i guess um you might have to edit this part my mind's yeah not no blank. worries no what worries what was it you no might have okay no remember worries. the time you edit this part
2: <laughs>
0: yeah of course of course no what worries. was the
1: question again um, sorry so, what was your what was the first part i got
0: lost yeah. no, no no worries so my question is let's say now because of covid you're forced to be quarantined right with let's say you said uh, your 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 father's sisters right who you had to okay perfect so my question was you know how you notice that when you're working or when you're around your father's sisters, you're sending the love, but you're not receiving the love back, right? And so many people now, because of COVID, they're going and moving back, let's say, home or with their families or with people who are, they do love them, but they they don't sense their love back. So mm. you said be, your your father sisters you had you could have cut them off until they find their own place where they could give you the love back But what if you are placed in a situation where you cannot cut them off? They're part of your family. You're living with them How do you deal with that? Yeah.
1: Well, it's always it's I wouldn't say as much as uh, Cutting them off, you know in a way it's more I need to distance myself from them mm-hmm. So for people who are living at home and they're struggling and having to move back home It's always finding things as well, first off, as our mindset of being grateful, Mm -hmm. to have a home to go back to, to have a space to feel security, Mm -hmm. because many people around the world don't have that. Mm -hmm. So it's being grateful for the things in your life, changing your mindset on things to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. If they're living in a home, you know, with what comes to me, if they're living in a home where you don't get along and they had to, they had no choice, it's horrible, then it's keeping distance. You know, unfortunately, stay in your room. Uh, or leave the house and do things that you enjoy to do. Like myself, Mm -hmm. it's going to the gym, it's going, um, exercising, it's going in nature, spend time to be present with yourself away from the energy that you're not liking and go and do things that you enjoy that will uplift, um, who you are. But I mean, well, you know, you'll have that struggle if you're being stuck at home with them.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, it's just really, you have to distance yourself, Mm -hmm. um, From them that's his best you know that comes Mm -hmm. to me with what i would do Mm
0: -hmm. yeah because i had a lot of people go and talk like verbally about this and that being a struggle so i was like you know what i have to address that and see Mm -hmm. like how people could deal with such a situation gratitude Um, yeah
1: finding finding gratitude for the things to be grateful for no matter how dark a situation is we can always find a light in that darkness to be grateful for something out of that Mm-hmm. um experience that we're going through and living through at that mm-hmm. time
0: mm-hmm. so thank you Silver, so much for sharing all this um, yeah. uh, i wanted to ask you how has covid or at least what is one thing that covid has taught you
1: one thing that covid has taught me
0: By the way, don't worry. Take the time you need. Uh, I can edit yeah, this. Okay,
1: Because I'm really trying to let this uh, sink in. Or isn't, and you have to stop it now because I just picked my nose quickly. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> nice. So the one thing that I really learned from COVID is how people truly focus. There's a lot of people that focus on the negative and they don't, see the underlining of light that right now is the it was has been the most beautiful time for you to connect to who you are with being more isolated it will be uncomfortable because it's something that a lot of people may have never done before but learning who you are learning being um alone to to see where you want to go more in life because you're more um you're not at your job maybe you're not at school you're more isolated this is the most beautiful time for us to uh, really grow and shine within ourselves mm-hmm. see what it is we truly want to do in our lives mm-hmm. right to build that relationship within yourself mm-hmm. to do things you've never done yet alone because you have to isolate yourself from other people it's it's one of the most beautiful times um, if we choose to look at it that way in our lives
0: It's amazing so how would you say you would describe yourself in three words
1: three words. Honesty Mm -hmm. is huge with me. Anyone who knows me or the girlfriends I've dated, I'm always openness. I'm so open, honest, um, and definitely caring, you know, are the three things about me. I love healing people. I love helping people. It's what fills me up inside um, that brings light into my life is to help others who are suffering, right? Mm -hmm. So I love to give love. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that is a big thing for me.
0: So who would you say, or who or what inspires you the most?
1: Well, that, that's easy right away, and I know she will love this, my mother. My mother has always been my rock, my light in my life. Of all the suffering, she is the only one who has ever believed in me that I would pull out away um, from my suffering and the addictions. She always believed in me. She was the only one, um, even through all the suicide attempts that I had in my past. My mother has... O- always been that light in my life um, to help me to be where I'm at today and it was was because as well you know she left my father when she when I was 19 my mom too spent the next 20 years healing her life of what was done to her and now today she's giving back to the world she's writing books being inspiring um Mm -hmm. giving back more love and she doesn't suffer like she used to she lives from our heart space now of Mm -hmm. just having more love and compassion even from those who hurt her. So I learned this from my mother as well. It's been a big part of my life. So she will will like that comment. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. We should connect and maybe do another episode with her as well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Awesome. So what would you say is the most valuable valuable life lesson that you've learned?
1: To love myself unconditionally. And how do you do so? Sure. Sure. A lot of work outside help a lot of different ways of doing work throughout your life um, of healing the past of the pain and suffering that we've went through Mm
2: -hmm. whatever that
1: means for a person Mm -hmm. Um, it's doing the work with outside help and healing that Mm -hmm. and you know with myself I have different healing sessions that I do I'm also a a holistic life coach I have a three-month package put together Mm -hmm. um, at a very amazing price for what it is they're transforming into I will them out of their entire life mm-hmm. but I will also guide them because I am not a counselor or therapist I will also guide them because they do need to speak with uh, someone who is trained
2: mm-hmm. as a
1: therapist or counselor I will I will help them in finding free services even if they need to mm-hmm. because they need to talk about this as well with a trained mm-hmm. um, person mm-hmm. so I will guide them on their path of removing um, you know, Of of that shame and guilt and everything that's holding them back from having Mm -hmm. a more successful life and even today in my life what happens is when we remove all that shame and guilt we do the work by by outside help with whatever that means for someone we remove all that darkness that was a part of us the light the being of who we are so it's living through us we're living at that high level of frequency things are then starting to manifest with more opportunities into your life because you feel worthy to draw them in You will have greater experiences and more material things will start actually shifting and shaping to come into your life to give you those opportunities to live at that level that you feel worthy of, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where I'm at today. And I'm Mm -hmm. having all these new things are coming to me, right? Because I feel worthy of them to come, right? We need to feel worthy. So it's doing that, doing all the work to overcome the things in our life that set us back to feeling unworthy.
0: I love it. So what would you say triggers a strong emotional response in you?
1: A strong emotional? Mm-hmm. What type of emotion are we talking?
0: Like something that can really triggers you, like something that in annoys
1: me. Annoys me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So something that annoys me, uh, <laughs> and this is still stuff I need to work on as well yeah. in my life. And I'm doing good as patient. patience. Patience yeah. is really hard for yeah. a lot of us to really grow with, right? Um, it's integrity and people not following through with their word. I follow through with everything I say. Mm -hmm. So I get really annoyed when, um, when just when people say things and they don't follow through with it,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, um, different relationships I've had always being promised things and then they don't follow through Mm
2: -hmm. with the
1: things they promised. That annoys me a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've learned to not have that in me for so long because what happens is when we go through these different states of emotions Mm
2: -hmm. of
1: being annoyed or being sad or angry or hate or resentment it is okay to feel those feelings yeah but we need to not stay in that state for too long so what i do is i replace it with love okay they still need to do some work in their life their soul needs to grow more through more personal experiences because if they did, they would be treating me differently. They would, they would be doing things differently. They just haven't grown and evolved yet out of that mm-hmm. state. So my soul comes back to a place of love and sending them love where I'm not annoyed anymore. Mm-hmm. I, give them, I give them love now within myself. But then it's watching my boundaries of energy. And now I, I distance myself from them because they're not ready to be a part of my life today.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Amazing. So I always like to end every episode with what is your definition of success? What does success mean to you?
1: Okay, success means something different to
0: everyone. Yes, exactly.
1: Success for me is where I'm at today with self-love, where I do not harm myself. I do not hurt myself. I do not hold the good things that are coming into my life, feeling not worthy of it, right? Mm-hmm. So this, this feeling of self-love and worthiness, that I am worthy of these things, to be in this space that I live in today, Um, there's no money or anything that can touch the success that I feel for where I'm at today to overcome all the struggles of my life because I did the work with outside help in many ways, 25 years to be where I'm at today. Now I'm at this place where I love myself. I can look in the mirror. I can watch my video replays over and over sometimes so I can learn and grow. And I love who I am in the video. I love what he's saying. I love what he's doing. So for me, that is the biggest success um, for where I'm at today. And then also to take all of that and to give back, to heal those who are suffering, to put myself out to the world like we're doing here so that others can connect with the truth of my life so that they will reach out to me so I can heal them. I can, I can take all the decades of work I've done. I can take uh, my spiritual being of who I am with my gifts and abilities I have. I can put it all together together. And I can give it back to give someone the same space I'm living in of loving themselves and feeling worthy. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. the greatest
0: success that I feel in my life today. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Thank you, Jeffrey, for everything that you shared here. And thank you everyone for listening to this episode. Um, And also if people were to connect with you, how should they connect with you?
1: Okay. So I guess we'll add a link in, um, I guess, in the descriptions. Yeah. But... Right now with where I'm at uh, next year because I've only been doing this for a year and a half and I've been doing it on my own. So yeah. marketing and everything is a struggle to put yourself out there.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but if they Google or not Google, if they go on Facebook because I have my business page on Facebook uh-huh. um, and something I should mention too is my class and whatnot for people to understand and uh, my sessions with what I do, I should, I should briefly uh, talk about. But if they t- type in the Facebook search bar. The Canadian Healing Medium, mm-hmm. or Jeffrey Saunders dot Healing Medium. Mm-hmm. It will bring up um, it will bring up my page.
0: Okay, perfect. was uh, right. great. So again, thank you so much, Jeffrey, for being here, and thank you everyone yeah. for listening to the episode. And um, I hope you really enjoyed it. And looking forward to joining me in the very next episode. Uh, I hope you have an amazing, awesome rest of your day.